Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, August 29th. This day in 2005 was a horrible day for parts of the Gulf Coast. Hurricane Katrina made landfall in Louisiana. It eventually caused floods that devastated New Orleans. More than 1,800 people died. And here's your morning trivia question. On this date in 1957, the U.S. Senate gave final congressional approval to a Civil Rights Act, but only after a famous South Carolina politician ended a 24-hour-long filibuster. Can you name that politician from the Palmetto State? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's check in with the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your Tuesday forecast. And good Tuesday morning to you. We're tracking Adalia as it comes out of the Gulf of Mexico. That will occur later today into tonight up through Florida. And we feel the impacts of a weakening storm as it passes through here tomorrow into Thursday morning. Some heavy rain, coastal flooding, gusty winds, and there will be a tornado threat as well. Isolated in nature, but nonetheless, that is something we'll have to keep an eye on and some outer rain bands that come in during the day tomorrow. So today, 90 degrees, some scattered showers and storms. Hang on to the umbrellas just in case. We'll get increasingly wet as we go through the day on Wednesday with the wind picking up Wednesday evening and overnight. I should get out of here very early Thursday morning. Then we're on to lots of sunshine and beautiful weather for our Labor Day weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. With Hurricane Idalia approaching the Lowcountry, Dominion Energy wants to give you some reminders in case of a power outage. And Live 5's Destiny Kennedy joins us live in North Charleston this morning at Dominion Energy. So, Destiny, how is the company preparing as Idalia approaches our region? Good morning, Shelby and Katie. Officials say they are ready to respond to any challenges that may arise during the storm. Dominion Energy will have their crew members strategically stationed throughout their service area, as well as communication with neighboring utilities and contract companies to secure additional resources if they need, if the need arises. The company urges its customers to take proactive measures. Make sure you have an emergency kit with essentials like flashlights lights, batteries, a portable radio, first aid supplies, bottled water, and non-perishable food. While the immediate response to storm is vital, I'm told it's a year-round investment in infrastructure and equipment that truly prepares the company. This includes routinely maintaining and expecting facilities, hardening systems by replacing wooden poles with steel poles, and continuously safeguarding overhead lines from potential dangerous vegetation. I talked to Paul Fisher, who is the spokesperson for Dominion Energy. He tells me the number one reason for outages across their system. We have crews working somewhere every day, year-round, to remove trees and tree limbs uh, from around our infrastructure to ensure safety, reliability, and resiliency. So trees and tree limbs are the number one reason for power outages across our system, uh, particularly in severe weather. Officials stress staying away from any down power lines and highlight their app as the quickest way to report power outages. Reporting live in North Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. 
Thank you so much, Destiny. The city of Charleston says it's also started preparing for Hurricane Idalia. City leaders say high tide levels from an anticipated king tide plus the arriving storm could mean flooding for parts of the city. Workers have already been cleaning ditches, lowering water levels in lakes, and installing pumps ahead of the storm. The city will be giving away sandbags at three locations today and tomorrow at the Bees Landing Rec Center, James Island Town Hall, and the ball fields at Hampton Park. Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg says there's no such thing as being too careful when it comes to storm prep. Maybe it seems like we're taking this too seriously, but um, the coincidence of having this high tide is really um, critical in nature. So if you live in a place near the marsh or where an eight-foot or so tide would impact your property, um, please please be on the look lookout. Six parking garages totaling around 1,000 spaces will open starting at 1 p.m. tomorrow. For anyone who needs to move their car during the storm, the Charleston Fire Department will also have two high-water vehicles in service to help rescue people in flooded areas. The Georgetown Police Department has made an arrest in connection with a Friday shooting at a Georgetown high school. Authorities say 19-year-old Tyrell Handy surrendered to them yesterday. After an investigation revealed more evidence, Handy is now charged with four counts of attempted murder, with more charges likely on the way. He's currently booked at the Georgetown County Detention Center awaiting bond hearing. According to police, that shooting happened after a fight at the high school's football game last Friday. We moved to the campaign trail right now. Election season is around the corner and candidates are all making the case for why they deserve to be North Charleston's next mayor. Skylar Hill was in the Whipper Barity community as eight of the 10 mayoral candidates spoke last night. The Whipper Barony Neighborhood Association held their monthly public meeting to hear from candidates running for North Charleston mayor. Community engagement, decreasing crime, and making North Charleston better overall were the biggest points at the meeting. You know about me. I don't run from crime. I run to crime. Infrastructure is issues is the number, number two. This building was built in 1991. We need a new building. And quality of life, if you work on those two priorities, our quality of life will change. Despite not being in the mayor's seat just yet, each candidate knew what they could bring to the North Charleston area. You'll see they got palm trees, sidewalks, everything over there. So we need to make sure that in that budget, south of Durant Avenue, and we're barely, especially to get sidewalks and amenities that's needed for quality of life. Samuel Watley and Curtis Mayweather Jr. were both not in attendance. We have reached out for comment, we just haven't heard back yet. The general election will be on November 7th. For Live 5 News in North Charleston, I'm Skylar Hill. Labor Day is traditionally the time when presidential campaigns start to rev up, but a week before the holiday, some Republican candidates have started making their way through South Carolina. There were around a half dozen campaign events across South Carolina yesterday, culminating at Congressman Jeff Duncan's annual Faith and Freedom Barbecue. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott spoke at the event following three campaign stops earlier in the day in the state. Scott promised to close the southern border, restore respect for law enforcement, and stand up to China. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley was also there, and so was Florida First Lady Casey DeSantis, who was filling in for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who had been scheduled to speak but stayed in Florida ahead of Hurricane Idalia. A drowning in the town of Hollywood has inspired a program for free swimming lessons at the town's first public pool. The mother of a 13-year-old who drowned in a pond in 2014 is pushing to make sure no one else goes through that pain that she endured. Our Madeline Jess Kowiak is live this morning at the West County Aquatic Center in Hollywood to tell us more about this program. Good morning. 
Good morning. The pool here at the West County Aquatic Center is named after Genesis, who unfortunately passed away in 2014. That pool, this pool has been open since 2019 with the purpose of providing swimming lessons to the locals. In 2014, Jennifer Holmes lost her 13-year-old son, Genesis, after he drowned in a local pond because he didn't know how to swim. After the drowning accident, Genesis's mother started working with the Charleston County Parks Foundation with the mission to help prevent other families from losing loved ones to drowning and provide support to those who can't afford swim lessons. And that's how the Genesis Swim Safety Fund at the West County Aquatic Center were, were born. The Charleston County Parks Foundation raises money through its water parks and beach parks to fund swimming lessons at this pool for people who live in the area and need help paying for the instruction. An official with the Charleston County Parks Foundation tells me that each summer there are about 300 lesson slots and 100 of those which are free for people who receive a scholarship from the Genesis Swim Safety Fund. If you hear about Genesis Home's story and if you do not know how to swim, Take that opportunity and come out to the West County Aquatic Center, the Genesis Pool, and give your family that opportunity because it is so very important to know about water safety and survival skills. So there will be no more family like Genesis Holmes family. A Charleston County Parks official told me that so far this summer, $15,000 has been raised at its water parks to support the swimming lessons at the pool and other drowning prevention programs as well. Reporting live in Hollywood, Madeline Jaskowiak, Live 5 News. A great cause. Thank you, Madeline. Working in law enforcement is already a difficult job, but it gets harder when there are vacancies. We asked law enforcement agencies around the low country exactly how many open positions are in each department. Now, the Charleston County Sheriff's Office currently has 47 deputy openings and 97 detention deputy openings out of the around 900 people that they have employed. Berkeley County has 10 current vacancies out of 187 full-time deputies. In Dorchester County, the Sheriff's Office is seeing nine deputy and 17 detention deputy openings. Georgetown Police have six law enforcement officer positions available. And the North Charleston Police Department has around 20 to 30 vacancies out of 340 sworn police officers. Specifically to South Carolina is we just don't have, there, there's fewer number of certified police officers than there are uh, positions, right? So we just don't have enough police officers to fill all the positions. Um, and that, you know, that's a, a bigger conversation about, um, you know, does the state need to look at allowing retired police officers to come back in uh, to policing without the cap? Officials say they're doing everything they can to fill those openings and keep you safe. One Lowcountry firefighter now knows what it feels like to be on the other side of the smoke. Lee Warrell recently lost his own home to a fire that had been in his family for generations. Warrell has been an active firefighter for the Williamsburg County Fire Department since the early 2000s. On August 23rd, he woke up to the popping sounds coming from the bedroom next door. And before he knew it, flames and smoke engulfed his home, as you can see in these images here. He says it's important to have working smoke detectors in your home and to have an escape plan with your family in case this ever were to happen to you. Loved ones of the family, including the Charleston Firefighters Association, have fundraisers scheduled to help them. The details of when and where you can support them can be found at life5news.com. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1957, the U.S. Senate gave final approval to a Civil Rights Act. But that approval could only happen after a filibuster that had been going on for 24 hours ended. That filibuster was led by South Carolina Senator Strom Thurmond. 
Thurmond would go on to become the longest-serving senator at that time, serving for a total of 48 years. Celebrating birthdays today, actor Elliot Gould is 85, actress Rebecca De Mornay is 64, and actress Jennifer Landon is 40. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.